0: you're listening to the C3 Network Podcast with Dan Holland. Our mission is to create a network of micro churches that are finding, teaching, and equipping people to be on mission. Our hope is that this encourages you. Be sure to leave us a review so you can help us share our message with more people who need
1: to hear it. And now, Dan Holland. Hello, I'm Dan Holland, your guide through John's Gospel, and currently we're in Chapter 8. And prior to this powerful passage, Jesus retreats to the Mount of Olives while the people disperse to their homes. After the night passes, Jesus returns to the temple where a crowd has gathered. He takes his seat and begins to teach them. However, an unexpected event unfolds in this sacred place of learning and worship. The scribes and Pharisees seize the opportunity to bring before Jesus a woman who has been caught in the act Of adultery. With voices filled with accusation, they declare, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now, in the law, Moses commands us to stone such a woman, so what do you say? See, it sounds like they're seeking justice, but the people are actually trying to trap Jesus and find a reason to accuse him. However, Jesus doesn't react right away. I love this. Instead, see, he bends down. He writes in the dirt with his finger, appearing to ponder their words. And doing this, he demonstrates great wisdom. While the scribes and Pharisees kept questioning Jesus, he stood up and issued a timeless challenge. Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. After that, he bent down and resumed writing on on the ground. After Jesus spoke, everyone fell silent and left one by one, beginning with the older people. Only Jesus and the woman who was accused remained. And Jesus showed compassion towards her and asked, Well, where is everyone? Did no one condemn you? And the woman responded, In all, I think. She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus spoke with kindness and gave her hope and the opportunity to change This is what he said, then neither do I condemn you. Go now and leave your life of sin. This encounter reveals not only the mercy and forgiveness that flow from the heart of Jesus, but also the essence of his mission and ours too. See, as the Son of God, he is the embodiment of divine love, a love that extends beyond societal norms and human limitations. In this moment, he reminds us that we all make mistakes and require grace and redemption. His message resonates across generations and encourages us to think before condemning others. As the crowd remained, Jesus spoke a powerful statement. He said, I am the light of the world. Those who follow me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He declared himself as the source of light, providing a way out of darkness of sin and into the brightness of eternal life. That doesn't make the Pharisees happy at all. The Pharisees confront Jesus again, holding tightly to their inflexible beliefs. They doubt what he's saying, and they ask for evidence, for proof, to support his claims. And in response, Jesus calmly explains the contrast between their narrow view and his divine power. He talks about his unity with the Father, their connection, and the importance of his teachings. As the conversation continues, it becomes evident that the Pharisees are unable to understand the profound teachings of Jesus because of their closed hearts. Jesus highlights the difference between their lineage as children of the devil, who are bound by lies and deception, and his own identity as the Son of God, who embodies truth and offers salvation. And despite the disbelief, and resistance of others, Jesus just continued to offer an invitation of freedom and life. He talks about knowing God, following His Word, and the significance of His own existence. Despite, well, the growing hostility, Jesus boldly declared, you know what, before Abraham was, I am. Which just stirs the pot and makes matters worse. As the tension escalates, and the crowd becomes angry enough to potentially harm Him, Jesus calmly slips away and he leaves the temple. He was constantly aware of his divine purpose and the appointed time. Now these verses are filled with a remarkable display of compassion, of truth, and the unwavering nature of Jesus' mission. But to get the conversation started today, I'll just read John chapter eight, the entire chapter, and then listen carefully to the following statement. Do you agree, disagree, Or maybe you're unsure. It's always wrong to judge others as Jesus taught. Yes? Is that your answer? Jesus taught us to never judge others and to always show mercy and forgiveness? Or maybe you say, no. There may be instances where righteous judgment is necessary, such as discerning between right and wrong, or maybe You're not sure because you're thinking that the concept of judgment depends on the context and intent behind it. So listen again carefully. It's always wrong to judge others as Jesus taught. Now let the conversation begin. Thanks for tuning in.
0: If you like this podcast, we post a new episode each week, so be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so you can help share our message. We'll see you next time.